Welcome to Gene and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Gene. And I'm Mike. And today we're doing the crossword for Friday, September 23rd, 2022. So, did you do the crossword? I did. And what do you think? I thought it was hard. Well, it was by Erica Gard. It was. So when you had I saw that warning. name, I thought, oh well, I'll give it a go and see what happens. I had a, a, a shiver go up my spine when I saw that name. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't quite have that reaction, but I knew it was going to be tough. Mm. And it was, but I made it through. Mm-hmm. Uh, took me almost an hour, but uh, I persevered. My My last part that I had the most trouble with was the upper left corner hmm. but i eventually i got it I, I you know i started at night and i didn't get it done and in the morning of course it always looks easier yes <laughs> so i finished her up in the morning the only trouble is you know when you do it at night and you come back in the morning there's already there, there are mistakes in the grid mm-hmm. and i find it harder to sort of let go of a word once it's there as opposed to not put in anything oh, i'll and, let go of it easy easy mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, I think that's actually, I mean, I think one of the ways I've gotten better at crosswords is recognizing something's not working and it's mm-hmm. time to go. Uh-huh. It's like, outward, you are not working for me. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I guess this was themeless. Yeah, it was. So, But um, it had a lot of good clues, I thought. It did. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite? My favorite? Mm-hmm. If you could pick one. Ooh. Um, well, I... Um, I guess 51 across was very cryptic. Yes. Record skip, and it was no comment. <laughs> yeah. I laughed out loud when I read that. I, was, that was, I thought, the best one. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that was a toughie, though. In my notes, I have a two smiley faces beside it, which means it's extra good. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, well, that was, that was a great clue. But... I like 37 across. Washer dryer? Towel. Yeah, bath towel. Yeah, no, it was just... Oh, it was. You're right. It was bath towel, yes. A washer dryer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought that was funny, too. Mm-hmm. The, the one above it, gotcha, was message received. Yes. And I guess that's right in, in the sense that I understand you, but I, I was thinking of it as a gotcha, as sort of like, I played a trick on you, and you've been deceived. Oh, so uh-huh. I had it ending in like C E I V E D, and I thought it was going to be deceived. Oh, uh huh. But it was not. It was received. Mm-hmm. Message received. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, I also liked uh, 49 across question to an indecisive pet in or out. <laughs> yes. Mm hmm. Oh. Um, I had trouble with 18 across ethnocentric lens critiqued by Toni Morrison. Yeah. I had um, white, and I had an A and an E in the in the last four letters, and I thought it was white male. Oh. And I didn't want to let, speaking of letting go, I didn't want to let go of white male for oh. a while. Uh-huh. And because you see 10 down, uh, 10 down was bro. Uh-huh. And I had my man. Oh. But it turned out to be my guy. Yeah. Which I think is rarer than my man. Hey, my guy. Hey, my guy. Hey, bro. Hey, my guy. I don't know. I, I'm <laughs> not being of the male persuasion. I don't typically say "Hey, bro." Mm-hmm. But uh, in any or, event, or "Hey, my guy." Right. Mm-hmm. And 
I was certainly having trouble with 12 down robotics club challenge because I I was going for, I had an M and A and an L and an E. And it's just like, why is a male a robotics club challenge? (laughs) No. And eventually when I figured out 18 across was white gaze for that ethnocentric lens, Uh then it became a maze. And of course, yes, a maze would be a robotics club challenge. Uh-huh. I was amazed that I got that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and right next to that was 13 down chops, which was axes. Right. And at the beginning of that corner, six down was chops, hues. Yes. Like hues, H-E-W-A. Mm-hmm. They had another set of parallels, um, six across, symbol of Hawaii. And at first it was four letters, and I was thinking Oahu. Um, uh-huh. but it turned out to be hula. Yes. And that L of hula ran into eight down, symbol of Hawaii again, and that was lay. Uh-huh. And I thought that was a neat, neat bit of uh, crossword construction uh-huh. there. Although for that one four letters, I put nenny because that's like a Hawaiian goose. That's like the state bird, I think, of Hawaii. So I thought, well, that'd definitely be a symbol of Hawaii. And it's in the crossword a lot, any, 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 so uh, yeah. or nini or however it's pronounced. But uh, no, it was hula. Right, and I guess that is a Hawaiian thing. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of become like a kid's toy. Mm-hmm. But um, forty-two across British weight. I had an O N in the middle of it, and yes. I, and I thought the answer was ton. T- oh actually, yeah, I tried to put that in too, but with the O's in the wrong place. Well, actually, I guess I had it ending in N-E. I, I didn't have that O at that point, oh, so I, uh-huh. I went for ton, T-O-N-N-E, uh-huh. but it turns out to be stone. Yes. I and, had I had the end, and I thought pound, P-O-U-N-E. Right. But it, wouldn't, it wasn't. And, of course, a pound isn't, I mean, that's their currency. I know. And also, ton, I think ton is metric, is a metric ton. I'm not sure if that if that counts as a British weight or just... Sort of uh-huh. a, a metric weight, uh-huh. but but stone definitely sounds British. But don't they use pounds for for weight? Do they or do they use metric weight? I I hope they don't use pounds because if they did, it's going to be so confusing. How many pounds per pound? I mean, it just <laughs> you know they get their weight and their and their money all all mixed up there. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. Oh, another great one. Forty-two down. Current issue. And the answer was short. Yes, yes. That was brilliant. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Well, five down, too. That was that was interesting. It took me a long time to get it, but... Um, oh, shoot, my computer's sort of broken. Oh, here we go. Uh, not in bounds, and it was one step at a time. Yes. Not in bounds. You're not bounding. Right. You're just taking one step at a time. Yeah, I just got that when you said that. Because uh-huh. I, I was looking at that before, and I'm just like, one step at a time? Okay. Because, I mean, I latched on not in bounds as in the, you're playing a game of basketball, and right. you just went off mm-hmm. the edge. That, Foul. Like yeah, I fell something. right into that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this was a very... Good crossword. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. fi- fi- nicely, nicely constructed. Yeah, 15 across. What makes juice expensive? Energy tax. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they're talking about like like a, like a an energy drink. Like, no, no. They're talking about utilities, juice, you know, oh. electricity. What makes electricity? Oh, that kind of juice. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. 
I was thinking of like something, uh, I don't know, a bodybuilder oh, or no, a long no. distance runner would consume. No, no. I was trying to figure out why they tax that. <laughs> Turns out they don't. No, they don't. All right. 57 <laughs> across. Um, sympathetic assurance was I care. Mm-hmm. And they just had that in on Tuesday. Yeah, that's true. You know, it was like, you've got a friend in me. Mm-hmm. And there was one other one where they did that. Um, 46 down was blank climbing a tree, a Sichuan noodle dish. And the answer was ants. Uh-huh. And yesterday they had Escher's or creatures on an Escher MOBA strip. And that was ants. Right. Mm-hmm. So a lot of echoes in today's mm-hmm. crossword. Yeah. So yeah, nice, nice bit of work by uh-huh. Erica Gard. Uh-huh. Well done, Eric. Another one that was oh. very complicated for me anyway, 16 down. Joy that might come from being aligned in one's body. And that was gender euphoria. Yes. I've never heard of gender euphoria. And I didn't know quite what to make of it. I had euphoria. Uh-huh. And I had like a G E I had the G E N. Uh-huh. I think I had the G-E-N-E-R. I had, and it's just like I still couldn't uh-huh. figure but I, it out. I guess that means, I guess that means uh, it's not uh, being aligned in one's body, meaning that you are standing up straight, you're aligned. It means that your gender fits your body. Or I think, I think your gender f- fits what you think it should be. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, gender euphoria, that was a new, new term for me. Yep. I, I would imagine that that is a debut. It's hard for, I mean, I don't, I think we would have remembered gender euphoria if we had seen it before. Uh-huh. Um, and yes, it is definitely a debut. Uh-huh. Interesting. So, yep. Uh-huh. Great crossword. Great one. All right. Well, I think that's it for the crossword, but it is Friday, which means it's time for Fun Fact Friday. And uh, yesterday, uh, we had seen a clue, Max Blank, Academy Award-winning composer of Now Voyager, and the answer was Max Steiner. And I had postulated that it had something to do with the Voyager spacecraft, and I couldn't have been more wrong. No. Because um It's like a melodrama. Yeah, we will we will now explain how wrong I was. No, no, we won't, but let's let's hear about Max. Well we're Steiner. gonna talk about I know, and that'll mm-hmm. that'll include this. Uh Maximilian Raoul Steiner May 10th, 1888 to December 28th, 1971, was an Austrian composer and conductor who, threatened with internment in Germany during World War I, fled to England before emigrating to America in 1914 and became a celebrated composer for film and theater. He was a child prodigy who conducted his first operetta when he was 12 and became a full-time professional proficient at composing, arranging, and conducting by the time he was 15. Wow. Steiner worked in England and Broadway, and in 1929, he moved to Hollywood, where he became one of the first composers to write music scores for films. He is often referred to as the father of film music, as Steiner played a major part in creating the tradition of writing film, of writing music for films, along with composers Dmitry Tiomkin, Franz Waxman, Eric Wolfgang Korngold, Alfred Newman, Bernard Herrmann, and Miklos Rosa. Expect them to show up in a crossword sometime soon. <laughs> I hope they don't just try and put it all into one. Um, Steiner composed over 300 film scores with RKO Pictures and Warner Brothers and was nominated for 24 Academy Awards, winning three. Wow. The Informer, 
Now Voyager, which was from 1942, and Since You Went Away. Besides his Oscar-winning scores, some of Steiner's popular works include King Kong, Little Women, Jezebel, and Casablanca, though he did not compose its love theme as time goes by. In addition, Steiner scored The Searchers, A Summer Place, and Gone with the Wind, which ranked second on the AFI's list of Best American Film Scores and is the film score for which he is best known. Yeah, that's quite a score. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, he was also the first recipient of the Globe and Gold, Golden Globe Award for Best Original Score, which he won for his score for Life with Father. Steiner was a frequent collaborator with some of the best-known film directors in history, including Michael Curtiz, John Ford, and William Wyler, and scored many of the films with Errol Flynn, Betty Davis, Humphrey Bogart, and Fred Astaire. Many of his film scores are available as separate soundtrack recordings. Mm-hmm. Wow. I should have known that name because any movie I've ever seen, he probably scored. Well, any older movie, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So Pretty very, amazing. Very uh, amazing life. Yeah. Yep. So, all right. Well, that is it for today. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. For those of you keeping track, we are now in season five uh, of, our, um, of this podcast. And so... With that fascinating uh, little bit of trivia there, we will bid you adieu, and we will be back again with our cutting-edge analysis of tomorrow's crossword tomorrow. Bye-bye.